You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan and Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. My name is Jose David Reynosa. I am going into my senior year at University of Northern Colorado as a musical theater major and a dance minor here on campus. What made you choose UNC? What's your history before UNC? So before UNC, it was a bit of a journey. I actually um, graduated high school in 2011, um, so a little while back, a a few years ago, and I actually was um, looking at about 16 different schools at the time um, because I did the Thespian Conference audition and from there got a lot of callbacks. Um, uh, Thespian Society, the high school actors uh, drama uh, program, that's what it is, and then uh, West area, West End. Um, when you say West, where, where, so where is Midwest? So Midwest to like okay. California area. Got it. Um, and so we we have thespian society. And I mean New York and, and areas, but there's a lot of other little areas that don't have a thespian society. Um, but we did, which was great. Um, so we were able to um, have a conference. And the cool thing about that is you audition for a bunch of universities at once. Mm. Um similar to how there could be unifieds or other things. And so I did that then. Um, It was really just kind of throwing something out there. I wasn't sure if, I wasn't exactly sure if theater was going to be what I was going to pursue. What was your your second or third option? I was just always an entrepreneur a little Mm -hmm. bit with my dad. So when I was 11 years old, my my dad um, had a cleaning business that he he didn't speak much English. So I helped him. I was basically the main point of contact for the entire business. And so, and part of that business then was actually going to kind of door to door to a lot of these uh, new developments Mm -hmm. and giving them some of the um, pens and notebooks and stuff that our cleaning company like was ordering online and stuff. It's like a PR representative. Pretty much for my father (laughs) at age 11. So it was kind of what got me started with like, uh, realizing that like my my passion was a little bit of entrepreneurial work, um, and a lot of like make find your success in in that sense. Um, and so at age sixteen, my best friend and I had a photography company, um, and because he had just graduated high school, and so and we both had taken a lot of photography classes during high school, and his father was a uh, uh, into a lot of art stuff and and whatnot, and so him and I. Uh, got into that, did that. We did a lot of weddings and uh, senior photos and a bunch of that stuff. And as it kept growing, he actually ended up moving away and that ended up dying a little bit. But as I was graduating high school, I thought, okay, I'm going to go either to school for business or just start a business. Um, and main purpose of it was because I'm a, I'm a DACA student, so Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And actually in 2011, DACA hadn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. So in 2011, um, for me, as I was looking at universities, I was looking at no help whatsoever, um, no secured status. I was a, basically undocumented. Um, and most recently, because I, the, the immigration stuff with my parents and, and everything that they were going through, um, 
was there was going to be a required change in the process because I had just turned 18. So it was it was a lot of stuff. And so with that, in 2011, it made it almost impossible for me to think I'm going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And so I put that aside. And so so that's kind of a little bit of why I spent a lot of time not really going to school. Um, I kind of was just working at the at the company that my dad was working at. Um, at that company, it, it was another schoolmate's uh, dad helped me get a job there because he was the main uh, shop manager. It was a welding factory. And I just went in and started doing manual work uh, for a couple years. Um, and while I was there, that's when Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, which is the, the program under the Obama administration, came out. Um, and so, yeah, and, and threw things out into the universe. Um, I started actually because I knew that I, I now had a different job. Um, I was working for some big corporations and stuff, undercover security um, for Walmart Stores, Inc. <laughs> um, and what, so, what is, sorry, real quick. What does that look like? Do you just act like a customer and you just walk yeah. by and make sure that no one has sticky fingers? Yeah, it's called asset protection. And <laughs> yeah, it's basically I just I could go in my pajamas and mm -hmm. have a cart around. And I think that was where it sparked my acting back up again. Because <laughs> it had been years that I hadn't really done anything with theater. Mm -hmm. But then when I got that job, I was like, well, I'll tap into the acting I did in high school. And I was just pretending I was a customer. I would pick up the phone sometimes and pretend I was talking to someone so that if people kind of saw me, like, why did he walk around again a couple times, mm -hmm. then I would be on the phone. So I guess now that's a warning for anybody who goes to <laughs> Look stores. out for people There's circling you. People who are there. Um, they're usually pretty good at their job, so you can't really tell that they're watching you. But... Um, Doing that um, brought me some connections, some friends again that, that were doing theater. And as I looked at them again, I started doing auditions for, um, for a lot of Denver regional companies. Um, and so I started doing shows just while I was working. And uh, I moved on to Verizon Wireless. So now I was acting salesman. <laughs> and so, but still some type of performing. Couldn't wear your pajamas. But <laughs> Can't wear yeah. my pajamas at all. <laughs> um, and so, and that was a great time too. Um, but something was still missing. I, it had now been like four, four some years um, without really studying my craft, without really pursuing specifically a path of what I wanted to do. I wasn't even doing anything really entrepreneurial. I was just kind of working for the big boss mm -hmm. and all these places. Um, but the one place I was happy every time was when I got into shows in some of these reg small regional companies in Denver. Um, and in one of the shows, I, there was a UNC student um, that, that was in the show as well. Um, that just brought back these memories of like, well, what if I tried going back to UNC? They were one of my options in 2011. But on top of that, like I loved the faculty at the time as well. Um, Tom McNally, um, one of the acting professors here and one of the people who originally started the, the theater program here, um, was one of the main people that was trying to get me to be here then. And he was still here at the time. So I was pretty decided I was going to go back the following year. So this was in the spring of 2016 and thinking, you know what, auditions already passed. I'm going to try and see if fall 2017, I'll start school again. Um, 
and and embark on that journey even if I'm now 23. And so um, with that, I just told started telling some friends and one of my friends ended up being a server for Tom McNally at a breakfast joint. I don't even remember which breakfast joint, but Tom said that it was the worst breakfast that he ever had, <laughs> just food-wise. <laughs> but um, We won't name names. We won't name names. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but um, with that, uh, he, uh, my friend was his server, and he said, oh, uh, my friend Jose Reynosa is looking at going back to school, to the school that you're at. Um, he was going to audition for next year. And Tom uh, tells him to call me while they're at breakfast. So they're at breakfast. I'm at Verizon and I get a phone call and I ignore it. And then uh, it goes in three more times. So by the fourth time, I tell my customers, give me just one second. This might be an emergency. Um, they, they call me four times. It, it might be something. So I stepped to the back um, and I picked it up and... Um, it said, hi, this is Tom McNally from UNC. That's my impersonation of <laughs> Tom. Um, and he, um, it turned out that the, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, Jordan, shut up. <laughs> who, who is this? And he said, no, this is really Tom. And I was like, oh, hey, hi. And he, got, uh, he arranged an audition um, for the following week. Um, and I started that fall instead of waiting a whole other year. So how many years was it from the last time you actually saw Tom to like him contacting you? It would have been about three and a half. Really? So three he remembered half, four, you and he yeah. was ready for you to come back and audition. Yeah, he was. Well, and the biggest thing with that is that he, um, the, he had already, uh, mentioned like back then because I just didn't have any possible way because of the immigration and the DACA stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, there was no financial means at the time, mm -hmm. but I remember clearly words from Tom, which I'll always be thankful for was that he mentioned over the phone in 2011, he said, I'm ready to burn down houses to get you here. And, um, and that was just one of the most loving things that like faculty wise from, cause I had options at other schools, but no one was really talking to me the way that the faculty here was talking to me, Right, how personable. which is why I kind of like, was like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me look at UNC uh, yeah. first before I even look at anything else. If I'm going to go back to school. And so with that, like he lived up to his word with the fact that he was so passionate then that he did remember me. And he, he set up the audition, I auditioned for the acting program, the musical theater program. I uh, technically got accepted into both. I chose musical theater um, just for my passion for singing and dancing and everything together. Um, and yeah, the rest was kind of a little bit of, of history with that because now going into senior year and I, it, it's almost like a dream feels a little bit, mm -hmm. kind of, it just feels a little bit like, like, I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen once I graduate, because I'm not sure what has just happened in these past four years. You look back and think, <laughs> really? Did that actually yeah, did happen? Did that actually yeah. happen? Is this what, because I was, everything has been like an opportunity um, arising from either a connection or a friend or something that kept going. Mm -hmm. um, what? Go, even going back to when I started auditioning for regional companies and stuff, it was somebody who had been a friend and mentor that was directing something at a, a company in Lakewood that called me. And, um, and so it, it was just always like something or other that I did not expect. 
It's always a, it seems like there's always a sprinkle of serendipity yeah. by every, on every step that you had. Yeah. Just something, a domino effect of one thing leading to another. And, oh, what are the chances of this happening? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the best way to kind of describe it because I think... I think with the fact that I went into that welding company and then into Walmart and then Verizon and just working in a lot of big corporations, it great. I, I had a great time working for for companies, but it was very much. I I thought I was settling now. I thought I, I because I was at some sometimes I was making as much money as my father, mm-hmm. so it was like, I think I'm just gonna settle with this and this is life, mm-hmm. and so when these chances and the a little bit of serendipity and everything like it was like maybe that wasn't my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe i should have explored it more even back in 2011 like maybe i i, I to me then it seemed like everything was closed but with the experience i have now and just the way that like if you do go and keep knocking and asking sometimes there's an opportunity that you didn't think about and I just saw all the opposition in 2011 that I was like, I don't think I can go to school. I just, it just seems impossible. I'm going to start working. But I didn't really try hard enough then, um, just because everything seemed against me and whatnot. And I'm sure it would have been harder then than it was once the DACA um, program started and everything was, was going on. Like, I'm sure that has made everything so much easier. But then that's that. But now I'm at UNC, finishing off. And yeah. We're running out of time, so we're going to run over to the next episode. Sounds great, yeah.